If you are in the ANSVYR recovery program or follow me on YouTube, you are already aware of the recovery snippets, short lessons focused on one aspect of recovery. Now you can access some of these snippets via the podcast, and I'm pleased to share the first podcast snippet in this episode. In this podcast snippet, I address the question of whether you should change the recovery program you are using, the coach that is helping you or the practitioner that is supporting you with your recovery. Just a short but important message regarding the content of this podcast. The ideas, concepts and opinions expressed in this recording, website and associated media and products are intended to be used for educational and information purposes only. Nothing presented is intended to replace your physician, nor are they a substitute for medical diagnosis, advice or treatment. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the authors, guests, speakers and publishers are not rendering medical advice of any kind. So, what do you do if you've hit a plateau with the program you're currently using or with the coach that is assisting you? The obvious answers are that you stick with what you're doing or that you make a change, but both can be a big mistake. It needs some careful consideration. So let's explore this today. You may be surprised at my answers and some of the experiences that I will share, but if you've listened to many of the videos that I do with people that have recovered, you'll have seen evidence of what I'm about to tell you numerous times. So something that people find quite surprising is that I share recovery stories with people that have recovered in all manner of ways, not just with the ANS Rewire program. And that includes people that have recovered with other programs than my own. In fact, I've done so since day one. So why is that? Well, obviously, CFS Unraveled was always about positive advocacy, about helping people realize that recovery from fibromyalgia, ME-CFS, POTS and related syndromes is absolutely possible. When I published my own recovery program in 2016, ANS Rewire, I still shared other recovery stories. So why is that? Well, quite simply, ANS Rewire may not be the best program for you. And that's because there is no program, coach or approach out there that is the best. You see, instead, it is about finding the best program for you or more accurately, the best program for you now. Now, ANS Rewire is an education program that shares a multilateral recovery approach with a focus on normalizing ANS function whilst addressing secondary dysfunctions to help people make recovery progress. If you've listened to recovery interviews on cfsunravel.com, you may have heard how people tried mind-body programs, even multiple programs, and then enrolled in ANS Rewire and recovered successfully. So why did that happen? Well, in many cases, it was that there was something missing from their recovery approach. For instance, some of the core physical strategies in a program that reduce triggering of the nervous system, 
some of the education that helps engage with a healthcare practitioner to resolve a secondary dysfunction or a triggering dysfunction. Or sometimes it was having a more flexible approach around the brain training, like not having to visualize something or something like that. But given that the ANS Rewire recovery program is very comprehensive and offers additional strategies to a brain training program or another approach, you may be surprised to hear me say that it goes the other way also. What? The reason is that for some people, less is more. This is especially the case where they place excessive pressure on themselves and don't have a gentle, compassionate approach to their efforts. What less does is give you more effort, more focus, which is essential to achieving neuroplasticity. Here's another reason why I've seen people fail with one program and then do well with ANS Rewire. They simply didn't like the approach or the way it was presented, or they found the techniques annoying or uncomfortable. But there can be other reasons also. Just before I go into that, please just take a moment to give me a, a thumbs up here to try and make this video reach as many folk as possible. And uh, give me some feedback, leave a comment below and a share that would be really greatly appreciated just to let me know that these efforts are worthwhile. Okay, so what's the other reason? Well, it's that we need to be ready to do what has to be done. Now, we often need the three C's. You see, we need to accumulate enough evidence to be convinced. And once you're convinced, it's about building conviction to really commit to doing what has to be done. And sometimes we need to be just a little bit more well so that we're capable to do what needs to be done. I usually suggest that people do the ANS Rewire program multiple times during their recovery process. And they tell me how they learned things that they didn't even realize was in the program previously. And this is because there is a different focus as our symptoms and recovery evolves and our engagement with life changes. Now here's another reason why making a change can be helpful. But remember what I said, it can also be detrimental to your recovery. So more about that in a moment. Now often we need to hear things differently. In ANS Rewire, I often approach something from different angles. I say it one way, and then I say it another way. And that's especially important where those subtle distinctions or apparent contradictions exist in the recovery process. So not only do the lessons here apply to working with a program, but they also apply to working with a coach. Now, I remember once this girl that I was coaching, she was stuck. And one of the reasons was she wasn't addressing some of the severe issues in her life that were causing her distress. When I encouraged her to address these, she wouldn't budge. She wasn't ready to face these things. She wasn't open to the possibility of doing things differently. And because she wasn't ready to change her external environment, I encouraged her to seek to change her internal environment to improve the healing environment. And then hopefully she could come back to face this problem the way it needs to be faced. Well, she didn't make any progress and eventually she went on to another coach. Now this coach 
gave her some advice that led to her breakthrough and her recovery took off from there. Guess what that advice was from the other coach? That was to stop trying to cope with the problem and instead address the problem. That's right. It was the very same advice that I gave her and she rejected. So this shows us two things. One, we have to be ready to hear the advice. And sometimes, hearing it again from another person phrased differently, we finally get it. So here's the big question. If you're stuck and not progressing, should you make a change? Well, it depends. You know, I've had many emails from people who say to me that they just found my program, but they just started a different program. And they tell me they really prefer my program and ask if they should make a switch. And my answer is usually no. Because the key thing is to give the existing program or approach 100%. Just because you haven't got results yet, that may not be the problem. It may be that it's too early or that you haven't started to engage deeply yet. Now making an early switch gets you into that this will fix me mentality instead of you focusing on what you can do giving whatever resource you have the best chance to succeed and then if you end up really not progressing or your progress ends up stalling you still got another option to explore but it doesn't mean you should just endlessly keep going you know with a, a program or an approach or a coach because if you truly have given it your best and being with it a long time, then injecting a fresh perspective and some fresh enthusiasm and hope uh, into your whole recovery approach, this could be really key. So don't be married to a solution. Don't be married to a program or coach, including me. Now, this isn't about loyalty to your coach or liking the program or treatment or whatever. It's really just ensuring that you make the progress. It's all about your health. If you make a switch, it doesn't mean that the existing program that you were doing beforehand wasn't any good or that you didn't appreciate the support that you received from a coach if you worked with a coach. It simply means it's time to try something new. This applies for programs, recovery coaches, uh, even healthcare practitioners. Now, whilst there's value in a relationship that is built up and there's a history and a knowledge, there's also value in a fresh approach and sometimes that's what's needed. And you know what? It's not abandoning anything. You can come back to the other program, coach or healthcare practitioner down the track. Remember, this isn't personal. This is about the number one thing that matters here and that is your recovery. But if you're dealing with a relapse, the question can become a bit more complicated on whether to go back to the previously successful approach. More about that in another video. So in summary, yes, a switch can be a really wonderful way of gaining new momentum and insights for your recovery. Don't shy away from it, but don't be married to your existing approach. If things are really stale, you're not engaging, you're not progressing, trying something new, it can help. 
even if it covers the same ground, but is presented differently from a fresh face. But be mindful of chasing easy solutions. You know, make sure you've absolutely done your best with the current approach and given it enough time to produce results. The ANSVY approach is actually very much about persisting with the program and if you get stuck, we simply seek to add additional strategies, which may be external or involve other healthcare practitioners. If you think it's time to learn more about the program, then check out the uh, for free intro lessons and see if it's the right step for you. Now, the key to continuing to progress with recovery is really seeking to understand why you are not progressing. When there are obvious roadblocks, I actually tell people to stop engaging with the program, address these issues, and then come back and engage strongly with the program. Because engaging with it, when it can't work due to another factor, will simply cause you to lose hope and make the approach stale. So, what do you think? Have you found a fresh perspective helpful? Have you found listening to a program a second time gives you more insights? Have you perhaps jumped too early before and found yourself in the same position again? I hope you uh, like the background today and some of my friends here. I would appreciate a like and if you could share this with others and a comment below would be great. Remember to be kind with yourself, be persistent and stay practical with your recovery approach. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. We hope you felt supported by it. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us via cfsunravel.com and make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to it. And you can leave a comment and a four or five star review if you feel so inclined. If you want to make sure you get your free copy of Discover Hope, and get notified about all new recovery resources and interviews, including recovery interviews, subscribe to us via the website. Check out some of our other podcasts. I hope you'll join us again soon.